Morning, I'm Jess Kober, CEO of Applied Innovations, and this is another episode of Cyberside Chats. Today, I have with me Robert Young. Robert, could you talk a little bit about yourself? Good morning. Thanks, Jess, for having me on. So, I'm Robert Young. I'm the Principal Investment Manager and uh, actually Compliance Officer for our RIA called Young Financial Services. Uh, we're a, essentially a hedge fund. We have two parts of our practice. We manage money privately for individuals, but we also have a corporate side that we manage corporate pension plans. And that's, I think, what has more bearing on today's conversation than the private money management side. There's some exciting things happening that could help business owners. And that I'd share them with you. So you've been doing this for a while, Robert? Yeah, over 25 years. Had the own practice. Uh, before then, like most advisors, came up through a, a training program, a training system. Uh, licensed through seven and 66, and then eventually reached a point in the amount of money that we managed that would go directly and be registered with the SEC and through FENBA. So that's it. Okay. And for a business that has a 401k, what is it exactly that you do? So on the 401k side, we manage the investments in the, uh, on the available for participants. Uh, we analyze those and make sure that they're operating at the against their peers in the lowest cost or best performance. Uh, then we also act as fiduciaries. We oversee a number of back office parts of the plan. And then we educate participants and we use some of the information from our private money management side and just give that to participants uh, to help them and advise them on the best strategy to reach their goals. So that's really it. And that's bringing some things happening today that you might really be aware of. Yeah, so I'm curious. I know there's been a ton of changes. I'm curious how that impacts, let's say, the business owner. Let's start there. All right. So actually, uh, we'll start with sort of business owner and then business owner slash participants. Perfect. Uh, so the first thing is, uh, with, of course, the virus is shutting down and furloughing businesses. Although we're reopening, I think there's a, a lot of trepidation on moving forward. There are simply furloughs still going on. Not every business is rolling out. And business owners are finding we're finding that some are having some challenges on revenue and some concerns about cash flow. So the first and most important thing that was uh, now available to a business owner is if you have a 401k and you are using a match, a safe harbor match, a 3% match or better, you can suspend that or you can lower that matching rate. Normally you couldn't do that in the middle of the year. That can really help with the cash flow or expenses that businesses uh, is uh, being impacted by. Uh, definitely. So, and, if, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, and then if you needed to do that, it's fairly straightforward and easy to do? It, well, yes, it is easy to do now. Normally it wouldn't be, uh, but their plan amendments have to be done, and uh, which are uh, every platform out there from Paychex and ADP to John and Hancock and Empowerment and uh, Power and Transamerica, all of them are uh, making it user-friendly for a trustee to be able to make those planned amendments and then be able to engage or initiate a reduced uh, matching program. And again, if you're somebody who's used to paying out 10, 15, 20, $100,000 a month in matching, suddenly you get to eliminate that. There is a caveat though. Of course, there's no good deed goes unpunished, right? So at the end of the year, if you choose to suspend that, your plan would now go under testing or top-heavy testing. And there's a possibility that 
the people who are used to putting in the maximum amount may have to have some of that redistributed back to them because the plan doesn't meet certain IRS or DOL Department of Labor criteria. So, but if you need cash flow today, you're willing to maybe have some people get some money back in the future, it's an option. Yeah, definitely an option and definitely something to look at. Now, as a participant, what's my options there? All right, so I'm glad you went, thank you. So we now have two things for participants. Typically, when a participant, and there's a, again, caveat to that, and I'll get to it in a second. When a participant wants to take a loan out, their limits have always been 50% of the current value up to $50,000. So in round numbers, to get the 50, you have to at least have a, an account value of $100,000. And then when you take that loan out, there's some, uh, there's some restrictions on that. That has been eliminated. You can now take 100% of the account value up to 100,000. So basically everything becomes doubled now. So if you have a, an account value of $100,000, you can now take that out as a loan and repay yourself over the course of the next five years. Uh, so that's one of the most significant parts of loans uh, and then there's a withdrawal change has been made that's probably a little bit more exciting. And if I touch on that? Please. So on the withdrawal side, if somebody has to take money out, uh, the virus is now considered a, a catastrophic event. Uh, typically, you couldn't take a withdrawal out unless uh, here in Florida, a hurricane came through or you're about to lose your home for economic reasons. Uh, uh, you have uh, mount, uh, uh, mounting, excuse me, uh, debt mount that's mounting up as a result of medical expenses. But the virus is now considered one of those uh, tragic events. So someone can take a withdrawal out, withdrawal amount. They can now take up to $100,000 out. Uh, but here's the exciting part. The mandatory 20% tax withholding for the federal government has been waived. You do not have to withhold 20% of that $100,000. I use that as a round number. Uh, also, if you're under 59 and a half, you no longer incur the 10% of the withdrawal penalty. And then finally, probably what's best is you do not incur all the taxes on that withdrawal and that current tax year. You can spread that out over three years. So using the example of 100,000, you could put 33,000 this year on your tax report, next year 33, and then the final year 34,000. It's also important is, let's say you take the withdrawal out and somewhere in the next three years, you come back into 100,000, you can pay yourself back that 100 and walk away without any penalty at all. No taxes paid. So you have three years that you could you could withdraw from your fund and pay so it back? Withdraw this, year, withdraw this year, you have three years to pay back the taxes. So let's say you, you said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna take the 100,000 out this year, but I know by the third year, I'm willing to gamble. I'll have all 100000 back. I can put it back in. So I'm not going to pay taxes for the next two years. I'll wait to the third year, 2023, to count that 100000 But in the next 24, 36 months, you put that 100 back, you're free and clear. That's, I mean, that, that's fantastic, right? That, that's an excellent opportunity to get access to funds that you normally wouldn't have access to. Exactly. And then with the loan, so you could actually do a loan to yourself as well from your funds. That's correct. You've always been able to, but the limit has now been increased from 50 to 100,000. And is that taxable as well? It's not. You're paying yourself back. Uh, the loan rate, since the Fed, Fed fund rate is around zero, uh, your loan rate could be anywhere from 
point, point and a half, two percent. Just depends on what your plan platform dictates. And you can look at those individually. Now, is this the right time to be taking money out of your 401k, though? Uh, if you're furloughed and out of work and you need funds for, I guess that's really up to the individual. Exactly. And there's going to be a tax plan. Now, Robert, let's kind of switch gears a little bit. So a lot of people are focused on the stock market right now, right? It's yeah. starting to come back. Um, is this the time to buy? Is this the time to sell? What's going on in the market? So my opinion, not to be confused with facts, fair enough? Fair enough. We'll, we'll, we'll even give you the, the ticker banner there. <laughs> so uh, we believe in value investing. And we also believe that the, the, the idea that the market has priced in the worst case scenario of economic news that you hear in the, uh, I guess, I'm financial stations. We don't believe that that's necessarily accurate. We think that there may be a possibility for, of another dip. Uh, definitely the market would be choppy. So if I were going to enter back into the market, if I went to cash a long time ago, do it slowly and pick and choose where you want to go. And I'll give you some free advice. So you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. Um, stick with the basics. Good, good, solid stuff. But stick with technology. Right? Stick with healthcare. Stick with utilities. Uh, stick with the things that make common sense. Uh, maybe even though some areas are very sexy right now, like financials or energy or biotech, I think I would stick with some of the leaders, uh, not only in the recovery, but also in the advancement in the future. Okay, fair enough. Let's let's talk a little bit about going remote. Uh, I imagine at Young Financial Services, you've all got remote. Mm, not really. No? <laughs> no. Unfortunately, you see behind me, um, yeah. we still have files, manila files and folders. Um, we are actually exploring now because of this, like most businesses. And that, again, uh, just gives credit to what we're talking about with technology. Uh, you know, I think every business is going to be looking to see if they do they need this much office space. Can things, I know, for example, uh, Florida Power and Light is rethinking how their HR department is being utilized. Because now that they've been into, uh, you know, remote for the last 30 days, now they're wondering if they need to bring them back in to you know, the HR departments. Can they not still maintain remote status? So we're not, but that's something we have to explore because our future clients, the ones that don't know that they're going to be clients yet, um, we need to be able to access them and they may not be in a position to, to meet us in a traditional way. You know, I had an interesting conversation the other day with a, a gentleman that specializes in uh, commercial real estate. And he pointed out that um, a lot of these businesses now, some of them are going to want to go remote. And initially I thought, wow, we're going to see this huge um, exodus of commercial office space as more and more employees go remote and businesses look to reduce costs. Mm -hmm. But he pointed out that they're going to need actually more space for their employees because... Yeah. In a call center, they're going to need six feet between each employee in order to maintain, you know, safe distances. They're going to need to expand hallways and make hallways wider. Okay. And that there's been this consistent decrease in the amount of space per employee that was being leased. And now they're going to expand that out because each employee is going to need more space. So <laughs> while they're 
while there may be fewer employees in the office, they may end up occupying the same or even more space. I thought that was really, really interesting. Right, right. You, you know, that's why I like what you do by bringing together experts in their field, because you get this, this information, this input that you would not normally consider. So I think what you're doing is very important because it does educate people on what the future could look like. Well, I'm not the only one that does it. You do a, a fair bit of video and, and commentary yourself. Mine's usually related to having to explain why something went down so severely or in those rare occasions, we actually pick something that goes up very, you know, very well. But, but that's yeah. important though, right? In your business, you're constantly advising your customers on what they should or shouldn't do, or maybe not necessarily telling them what they should or shouldn't do, but giving them more information so that they can make that decision as an informed decision. Right. So, uh, you know, we speak to everybody. We, we send out a newsletter each month. Right? We speak to everybody each quarter. We see somebody minimum twice a year. But during this virus, our corporate clients especially, uh, we were spent the entire week just from nine o'clock till oh dark hundred, just calling every client to make sure that they were aware of what's going on with the CARES Act and discussing their options. So absolutely, we want to make sure. I think that's uh, the, what an advisor does. Yeah, fantastic, Robert. Robert, is there anything that you wanted to add or that we didn't touch on that you think is important? Jess, I can't think other than this. I have to just warn everybody about this part of it. Uh, the new levels with the coronavirus, uh, the limits are sound very exciting. But, of course, uh, everything comes at a co cost. So there is a prerequisite. You know, a participant does have to show that they are being directly affected by the virus or a spouse or they have to have home care for a child that's directly affected as a result of the virus. So there's some prerequisites for that. And if anybody's any questions, I'm more than happy to field any questions. Uh, certainly, I think we're all here to support each other during this time and any other time. And uh, you know, we're going to act as a, uh, just an information resource for people. That's it. Thank you. Robert, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on. If you don't mind, if you could share your contact information for those that are listening. Certainly. So just uh, anybody can reach me at 561-427-6767. Again, that's 561-427-6767. That's my phone number. It does actually forward to my cell phone in the evenings and weekends. So you can always reach me anytime. Every client knows that. Or just my website, youngfs.com. So thank you. Robert, I appreciate you taking the time to to meet with me and to have our cyberside chat. Uh, I know we had scheduled to go live a little bit later and we, we jumped the gun and went early, but Hey, it was a fantastic chat. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm going to throw up your contact information here for anyone that might want it. And uh, with that, I'll say thank you again.